Well, hey, everyone. Um, this is Lane. Um, no, the show hasn't been revived, but I'm just recording this little thing at the top of the, each show now because I did want to let you know that this show used to be called Lawfully Yours, a podcast. However, we got into a small intellectual property dispute, and we had to change the name to the Lane and V Power Hour. Um, at least that's the name. Um, if we decide to pick the show up again, who knows, we may change the title yet again and add an actual cover art image, but... Um, until then, just for anybody who was trying to find our podcast and couldn't find it for a while, it's because it was taken down. Um, I am re-uploading the episodes under this new name, so I just didn't want anybody to get confused. But anyway, dear listener, I hope this finds you well, and I love you, and have a great day or afternoon or night, whenever the heck you're listening to this. People, welcome to episode six of Lawfully Yours. Um, it is crazy that we are six episodes in at this point. I can feels like just yesterday that this was just a nugget of an idea between myself and my fellow law student Jessica, and here we are, <laughs> six six episodes in. Um, people, if you did not know who you are hearing right now, this is your host Lane for this episode. And I am going to be going at it solo again this week, because like I explained in the previous episode, I am a law student, and hence the name of this show, Lawfully Yours. This uh, show is started by myself and a fellow law student, and right now we are in the middle of finals, and that is why I am doing these this span of solo shows, because it's honestly just a lot easier to juggle uh, recording when I feel like it, versus trying to get somebody else to come in and do it with me and having to prepare an entire show that just takes too much time and I don't have that kind of time simply so that is why this this episode will be solo solo in the next few will be solo but once again this is a podcast started by law students and typically this show has five parts because we structure the show uh, the same way that a criminal trial in the United States is structured hence again the name lawfully yours but we're going to forgo all of that this week because again just like last episode there's really no point i'm not going to be on here long probably 15 to 30 minutes just here to kind of give you guys some some content while we are on hiatus but before we can go any further it is important for us to take care of a few things such as the fact that we are on apple podcasts we're on spotify we're on google podcasts now we're on stitcher deezer all the good stuff except for pandora it's not going to happen sorry Now, it is so important that on Apple Podcasts, you guys go and subscribe, and not only that, that you leave a rating and you leave a review, because those things all help us get seen by Apple's podcast algorithm, and we can get our podcast featured on the main page, and that would give us more exposure, and that would be amazing. If you're on Google Podcasts or Spotify or any of those other places, excuse me, go ahead and subscribe there too, because the same thing, that helps get visibility out there. And you know what, people? That's not the only way that you can get our names out there. You can help us by going find us on our social media. Now, where can you find us on social media, Lane? You might be asking. Well, guess what? I am going to tell you. If you want to find us on Twitter, go ahead and add us at at podcast yours. Once again, that is at podcast yours. So if you want to tweet us, if you want to retweet us, if you want to like us, if you don't want to like us, you can do all that fun stuff there. But if you want to find us on Instagram, 
hit us up at Lawfully Yours Podcast. Once again, that is at Lawfully Yours Podcast. DM us pictures of you, I don't know, listening to the show or duck-facing it while listening to the show. Who knows? Who cares? That's where you can find us. But if you want to get a little bit more personal, if you want to reach out to us because you got some business inquiries, if you got some questions, some comments, some concerns, well, guess what, people? We got a Gmail. And you know where you can find us on Gmail? Find us at the email address of lawfullyyourspodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is lawfullyyourspodcast at gmail.com. I got to tell you that this episode is still part of season one that we have titled In the Waiting Room. And here's why we've called this season In the Waiting Room. Well, before COVID, whenever you would go to a doctor's waiting room or any place where you had to go to a waiting room, if there was somebody else there, Chances are you might have ended up talking. And because you're just two people in a waiting room, as it just so happens, what are you guys talking about? (laughs) You're talking about anything and everything, of course. And so that's been the structure of this first season of the show. Each week, we just come in and we just talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. So people, please join us this week in in the waiting room. Now, last week, we talked about some LGBTQ plus artists that I felt needed highlighting, and we've gotten some good feedback on that episode, so thank you guys for that. And this week, we're actually going to do something differently, and I pulled two quick news stories that I think are worth discussing for a multitude of reasons. So let's go ahead and get into that. Now, people, for this first news story, sorry, we're going to get a little serious here. I think it's good to get the serious stuff out of the way before we get to maybe the more fun stuff. But for those of you who don't know and who would be living under a rock to not know, a very contentious, very controversial election has just wrapped up. In fact, the results are still being disputed currently, and that is because there have been claims of voter fraud. Now, people, this may sound controversial, but whether or not these claims of voter fraud are real, they are definitely worth investigating because Votes are a way that people can have their voice heard. It's the way that we give a voice to the voiceless. Now, if there is voter fraud happening, we need to take this claim seriously and stop trying to put our own agendas at the, at the forefront. Now, what am I talking about, people? Guess what? I'm not afraid to go there. We are talking about the election of the bird of the year in New Zealand. Yes, I'm talking about that. Um, Sorry, I I was trying to be serious, but I just can't keep a straight face talking about this story. I think this is really funny and hilarious. But yes, the Bird of the Year contest is an annual contest, people, that happens in New Zealand. And it is organized by the Forest and Bird Organization. And this this was started around, around 15 years ago, excuse me, as a way to highlight New Zealand's native bird species, uh, many of which are also endangered. And it's been a way to kind of draw attention to them and try and get conservation efforts to be concentrated for these native bird species. Because, of course, in New Zealand, they are very much one with nature over there. And so it makes sense that they would want to save their birds. We should all be environmentally conscious in some way, shape, or form. And this year's winner was the Kakapo Parrot. Now, if you look up some CNN articles, you might see it affection- one that's affectionately calling this bird a fat and flightless bird. And while it may seem pretty extreme on the forefront, it's actually not that far from the truth. This is actually one of the world's heaviest birds, and it can't even actually fly because of it. Now, I do think it's funny that a bird that can't do one of the things that birds are known for, aka fly, wins bird of the year, but this is actually the second time this bird has won, so obviously it's doing something that I don't know about, and it's really dope, and everybody in New Zealand just can't get enough of it. 
Now, the reason that there is voter fraud, and this is a controversial election, is because the organizers have, detect, have detected that more than 1,500 fraudulent votes have been cast using fake email addresses that were all sent from the same IP address. A coincidence? My bird brain tells me not. Now, I'm, this is all in jest. Um, actually, this is not the first time voter fraud, I say this in air quotes, has happened in this uh, competition, but for the most part, this frequently lead, this competition has just frequently led to kind of tongue-in-cheek tussles between campaigns and attempts at vote rigging. It's just a way to kind of give the competition a life of its own. Uh, there's even politicians and popular celebrities in New Zealand that get involved and start endorsing things, and it's a really fun kind of competition, it seems. it's. I mean, the whole point, again, is to bring awareness to endangered species of native birds, and actually this kakapo parrot... Uh, was on the brink of extinction in the 90s, and because of conservation efforts that were due in part to the increased exposure that this contest brought to endangered species, it was actually brought back from the brink of extinction. Now, this species of birds actually still remains endangered, but fun fact, it is also one of the longest living species of birds on the planet. So, in researching this story, I found this to be kind of fascinating in a weird way, and I think something that's even more fascinating is the different people that get involved, and this year, a a company known as Adult Toy Megastore, I'm going to let you use your imagination as to what they probably sell, but they actually officially endorsed the, the hee-hee, or matter-of-factly called the Stitch Bird. Uh, they endorse them because they like the fact that it seems to advocate for a polyamorous lifestyle. And this is actually something I did not know. Apparently, this bird, called the stitch bird, according to an article that I'm looking at, male and female stitch birds practice consensual polyamory. And people, if you don't know what polyamory is, it is the practice of intimate relationships with more than one partner with the informed consent of all partners. And so apparently, these birds practice that. And it was just kind of interesting to see an adult toy megastore go ahead and officially endorse a bird. I mean, hey, that's something that is happening. So, I don't know, take that for what it is. I certainly blew my mind when I saw it. The environment is so important, and so many conservation efforts, I think, sometimes can get bogged down by the seriousness of it. And it's nice to see that this organization has found a very clever and a very fun way to get people involved. Now, I think it's worth pointing out that all of the birds have, according to their Twitter accounts, successfully conceded the victory to the Kakapo parrot. Pretty ironic, considering that there's a grown man who can't concede victories, but we're not going to talk about that. I'm just going to sit here and sip my tea. <laughs> so, but yes, people, if you actually want to get to know more about um, this bird of the year contest that happens every year in New Zealand, you can actually go and find the organization's website. Again, that organization is Forest and Bird. If you just go and look at their website or, you just, or if you just like Google bird of the year contest, their page is going to pop up. There's some pretty interesting stuff. There's a lot of facts that I learned about birds that, I would like to divulge into, but I will be putting the links to the articles that I have. And in fact, I'll go ahead and put a link to the or, to the Forest and Bird organization's website. So that way, if you're interested in this, if there's some way you want to get involved with the conservation efforts that are going on there, you can do that and feel good about yourself. But that is not the only story that I have for you people today. Because in addition to stories about voter fraud and bird elections... I also have a story that I think is going to hit close to home for some. So in order to properly talk about the story, I think it's so important to set the scene here, people. So go ahead and close your eyes, take a deep breath, and just imagine the scene or the picture that I'm about to paint for you. So say you're, you've just bought a house. 
But say you bought the house and it's got these pesky wood floors and you got a kid and they just have a thing for scratching stuff and you just know that they're going to scratch this wooden floor up and it's just not worth it. Or you don't have a kid and you're thinking, man, if I want to cheat on my significant other, these wood floors are going to travel too much sound. We need to cut off some of this sound space in this place. So let's go ahead and put some carpets in so that way everybody can stay happy. If you want to live a polyamorous lifestyle. Uh, no, I know those are two different things. So don't get mad at me. But so yeah, say you're you want to put some carpet in your home, right? You find a carpet fitter. But let's also say people that you have insomnia and you don't sleep much. And it's 1215 in the morning. And it just hits you. You're like, Oh, I have that phone number for the person for the new carpet fitter. Let me go ahead and text them and ask them for a price quote because I'm not expecting them to answer right now. It'll be the first text that they see when they wake up and they'll probably answer it right then and there. Well, according to this story in the mirror, which is a UK publication, and I do have to just put a disclaimer. I did not truly verify whether or not the story is true because they found it off of somebody somebody's Twitter post. I apologize if it ends up being fake, but I just think this is a very entertaining story. So yes, once again, to bring you back so this imagine you're the woman in this story that i'm telling you about and she sends a text message to a carpet fitter at 12 15 in the morning asking for a price quote like i said probably not expecting a response back at that same time well not this carpet fitter this carpet fitter decided to hit her up with a very hmm how do i put this a very spicy response this the carpet fitter responded back yes here's a quote who the f asks for carpets at 12.15 a.m. <laughs> now, according to the story, it's very interesting. People, people, on, I'm, I'm sorry, that, that is just, wow. That is an insane response. Um, but apparently, according to the story, people on Twitter have actually begun to take opposing sides of the issue. They're saying, you know, oh, who sent a text message at 12.15 a.m. to ask about this? And other people are like, well, even if that's the case, I mean, there's a way to be professional about it. And okay, so people, as a law student, I've been trained to look at all sides of every argument because we would have to in order to prepare for like a trial or settlement negotiations or something like that. So here is what I've come up with. I've come up with a few things in response to this entire situation. So first off, let's just address the elephant in the room. Yeah, it's pretty weird that you texted somebody at midnight asking for a price quote about carpet fitters but people as a fellow insomniac myself i kind of get it you know you're up at night and you're just thinking about things and it just hits you and i honestly don't think that she expected a response back at 12 15 in the morning i i really don't i think she was probably just thinking oh i'm gonna send this text message and like i said it'll be the first thing they see in the morning and that way i'll get a response back now the flip side is Hey, man. Hey, carpet fitter. Why did you feel the need to answer at midnight? I mean, you could have easily waited. But here's the other thing. How light of a sleeper or how loud is your text message notification that you woke up from the dead of night to answer it? Or here's the other thing. If you're also a fellow insomniac, why are you texting back this really spicy response? Because if you are, in fact, awake at this time, why are you acting like you just got woken up? Which makes, leads me to believe that this person was woken up out of their sleep, which leads me to ask, why is that the case? How light of a sleeper are you or how loud is your text message notification? And I also have to say, that response was most certainly not proportional to the original inquiry that was given to you. You were simply asked for a price quote about putting carpet in a home. 
and you decided to just forego any sense of professionalism and you were just like, I'm going to exactly say what I feel. There will be no customer service here today. The customer is not always right, is what this response says to me. Now, I feel like both sides here should have maybe thought about this more, more carefully. Like I said, I think I tend to fall on the side of there was no need for this kind of response, no matter how much entertainment it personally brings me. I just can't really understand why it's such a big deal that she sent this text message because I don't think that she was expecting anything big and more importantly she wasn't expecting a response I would guarantee you and if it were to come out later that she was then this would be a completely different conversation but I feel like she just sent this text message at 12 15 was like he this person will answer it later I am not expecting this person to actually respond to me right now and boy, did she get more than she thought. And I mean, that's a potential business relationship that you have just completely severed if you're the carpet fitter, because who is going to work? Who's going to want to work with you after you get a text message like that? I mean, I feel like there's a lot of different ways you could have gone about this. If it woke you up, I have a feeling you were already waking yourself up. I, I don't know. Either way, I think that the response that she was given was certainly not appropriate because I just don't think that there was any bad intentions with her doing this. I don't think she expected an answer, but I have to say when I read the story, I just laughed out loud when I saw that because I mean, sometimes you just catch a person off guard. Sometimes you really just catch a person off guard and you might get them at their worst moment. Uh, I certainly hope that neither party walks away from this with bad things because I, I don't think that this carpet fitter is necessarily a bad person just because they sent this very expletive and spicy text message back to a potential customer. But I think it's uh, interesting and I would encourage you guys uh, hit us up on social media or on our Gmail accounts and, and let us know what side of the coin that you guys fall on when it comes to the story. Like I said, I, I believe, I think I fall more on the side of the woman who asked the price quote because sure, was it an ungodly time, but I've sent text messages at late hours just being just expecting that when I get that when they get this text message it's not I don't expect a response right now I expect them to respond when they wake up at a more reasonable hour of the day if your phone is that loud I don't know what to tell you I mean I, I just think that this was a situation where you should definitely think before you speak and while I do fall on the side of the woman more I do have to say avoid talking about business unless it is during business hours people that is nine to five that is if, if you have a business inquiry i think you can never go wrong with nine to five it just might be a good idea to go ahead and text a person about a business inquiry between business hours that just i don't know it it just makes the most sense to me but who knows i i don't know who these people are i don't know how they resolved the situation. I would certainly have loved to see how the conversation would have gone on because I think that would piss me off enough to where I feel like I would probably respond back to that carpet fitter and be like, well, I didn't, I didn't expect you to answer. <laughs> yes, people. I, I don't know. I think it's a funny story and certainly it does make you think because I did think about it. I was like, hmm, I don't think it was that big of a deal. Certainly not to you know, ruin a potential business relationship. But like I said, I, I'll leave that to you guys to figure out how you feel about this. Well, uh, people, that is, that's all I really got for you today. Uh, man, 20 minutes. That's crazy. 
yeah, I, I don't really have much. Like I said, we're in the middle of finals, so it's really hard to put together substantial shows. Yeah, this week was just two kind of quick news stories, people, and yeah, I hope that was fun. I hope that was entertaining, and I hope that gives you some food for thought. I've been your host today, Lane, and once again, if you want to get in touch with us, there's a couple of ways you can do this. You can find us on social media. If you want to find us on Twitter, we are at Podcast Yours. If you want to find us on Instagram, you can find us at Lawfully Yours Podcast. And if you want to get with us for some more personal inquiries, you can find us um, with the email address lawfullyyourspodcast at gmail.com. Now, again, people, these solo shows are kind of going to kind of going to be the norm, at least in, for the, at the very most until December. I don't know when we're going to have a full show in December, probably the second or third week. But if you're expecting a full show, that's the time to expect it. In the meantime, I'm probably going to have one or another. I might have two more solo shows. I think at this point, I'm only going to have time to do one more solo show. So I'll try and come with something a bit more substantial. But yeah, that'll that's going to have to do it for this episode, people. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope, Like I said before, I hope that this was fun. I hope that this was entertaining. I hope that you get something out of this. And... Oh, I think this episode is probably going to be the only one that's dropping before Thanksgiving, so I will say Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I certainly hope everybody is practicing social distancing, no big family get-togethers. You know, keep it, keep it, keep it small, guys. We're trying to beat this virus. We're trying to, we're trying to not have to go into a complete lockdown again. But if we have to, we have to, and that's because people are being selfish and are not adhering to guidelines and being safe. So, if you can, please exercise discretion and make sure that you're staying safe and not contributing to the spread of this horrible disease. We've had uh, too many deaths already, and I think at this point, it should be obvious we all need to do our part to fight this virus, and one of those ways is by limiting the amount of public interactions that we're having. So, yes, people stay safe. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you, and sincerely, lawfully yours. Yours.